Don't be shy, cause I, life won't bring you down too far. This is Coop and Cassius for Eiffel TV in association with MTK Global. Yeah! It's very early. Yeah. It is a bit early. I'm a bit tired actually. I had uh, two sessions yesterday in the gym. None today. Two. So, two. So all you get to do in the bubble. True. I've actually like the first day in the bubble, Tuesday, Wednesday, was like nine hours in my room. Just I found that quite difficult. And then since then, it's been great because everyone is absolutely buzzing. And in a couple of hours, we get to go up to the HQ, see it in its glory. And I can't wait to see the fighters when they arrive. It's going to be brilliant. So, just a kind of a summary of the five days in the bubble. Uh, probably been like this for everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, weird. I mean, I, we've got there's a lot to work on. I mean, I spoke to Dillian and these guys last night, and it's like I'm not sure we can have Bovekian and Wyatt on top of each other like we've had. Uh, Gil and Belotti, for example. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you know the setup is fantastic, but everybody is in a bubble and everybody is on top of each other. So I think we need to work a little bit harder on the last couple of weeks of keeping fights segregated because we don't really want any tear ups at the holiday. Um, so yeah, it's, but it's been great. It's been great. I mean, no dramas so far, really. Um, we'll get a lot of drama tonight in the ring. <laughs> you know? I know if you want to just stay in your room, you're probably unlikely to bump into anyone, but if you don't, you're gonna yes. bump into yeah. everyone here. And that's here. quite awkward when you get towards fights where you have a volatile individual or you have some beef. And later on in the weeks, there is some beef and there is some volatile individuals and we would have to act accordingly. Look forward to it. What fight do you think will steal the show tonight if you're gonna pick one? Honestly, like this is, I was saying last night, this is some just some wonderful matchmaking tonight where five fights, I think we're just going to get entertainment and enjoyment and drama in every one of them. I'm personally looking forward to Wardley against Villili. A few reasons. One, they're heavyweight. Two, we saw some beef up here, didn't we? Um, three, I don't know how good Fabio Wardley is. Do you know what I mean? Like He looks really good so far. And, I know he's good because I know he's been out with Usyk and Dale, uh, Dillian sparring and, and he has great spars with him but Valili's a little bit on the crazy side and he's bang up for it and I think and he can fight I mean he's a, you know, he's got great pedigree and he's going to really go for it and I, I'm just excited to see what he's got and I'm excited to see other people perform under pressure Dalton Smith as well you know when you're around someone like Nathan Bennett and he's basically telling you he's going to try and change his life tonight and this is his, the chance of his career. You know you're going to get an individual that's going to go and give it 110% and um, you know, I will always hype it up as much as I can. It's over to the fighters now but I think when you look on paper, I don't see anything but a barnstormer tonight to be quite honest with you. So where actually are you going to be sat later on today? Tonight? To be honest, like pretty much out of the action really. I mean, you've got the red zone, the amber zone, the pink zone. The, that red zone is two meters from the ring, so that's your judges, your officials, your PPE. And I'm not gonna be donning the full 
mask and gown tonight. Um, I'm happy just to sit on top of the balcony, to be honest with you, and just watch it all unfold. I've done my bit, I've pushed it as hard as I can, we're all set up, good to go, and now it's over to the fighters. So, I've not been, I tweeted this morning, saying I, I don't think I've ever been as excited, honestly, nervous, apprehensive, because this is, we're showing you something different tonight, you know, we've got to, we've got something to prove to you. We've got to maintain your loyalty, your loyalty. We've got to maintain your interest, you know, and we, we want, we want, no, it won't be perfect tonight, and there'll be some things you like, some things you don't like, oh, the mic should have been louder in the corner, or, you know, the fireworks are OTT, or whatever, but this is the first week, and all you need to know is we have put 120% of our soul into this tonight. So, be kind with the comments later, please. The world will be watching. They will be. And judging as well, and rightly so as well. Yeah, well they want to, look, I'm, there's probably people who have already decided to moan about it. Um, but give it a chance, understand that it's not 90,000 people at Wembley, and we're not, you know, we're some way away from that. But what we are trying to do is something different, we're trying to be innovative, and I hope you enjoy it. So, yesterday, you were trending all day, all Hello evening. and welcome to the weigh-in for Fight Camp. We're nearly there. Eddie Hearn joins us again. Shamal, uh, motherfuckers! <laughs> apologies, we are, we are live, yeah. Apologies for that. Uh, apologies for oh, language wow. if you're watching that. Uh, Eddie. <laughs> A few people phoned me and said, was that set up? Everyone, I know, everything like, set up. But uh, I was getting, to be honest, I only got about a dozen tweets. People going, that was so obviously a setup uh, to get more exposure for tomorrow night. I mean, don't get me wrong, it worked. But do you honestly think that live on Sky, I would drop the f bomb? I mean, for people that don't know, can you just say what you said? Well, what I was, felt. Um, Andy Scott, we were just there literally, and Andy Scott said to me, not blaming him by the way, because it was hundred percent my fault. We're going to go in about two minutes. So I was like, okay. So I was standing down there, and literally like 30 seconds later, he's obviously got the call to say we're good to go. So he's gone, Eddie, in five, four, three. And I'm thinking, well, it's not two minutes. That's obviously just a rehearsal. So he's gone, Eddie, one day away from fight camp. And as he went into how you feeling, I just went, Shamal, motherfucker. And it's only if you look at my face, because he goes like this straight away, yeah? And I've gone, you're not live, are you? And he's gone, yeah, we are live. And he looked like he was about to cry, to be honest. And because, you know, at that level of broadcasting, like, although it wasn't live on Sky Sports News, it was on a stream, but it ain't a great look for them. And there are, you know, the old school people where it's like, that's terrible. That is, that's, that's, that's a disaster. Do you know what I mean? So I'm thinking, like, if I said it with you, I don't even like swearing with you, really, but it is what it is. And I, as I thought, oh my God. And I was even going to say, can you stop? Can we start again? But it's a live stream. So then I'm, I can't stop laughing. He's like, he can't laugh, but I know inside he's laughing as well. And then he's asking me these questions. And then we come off and like everyone in here was absolutely wetting themselves. And they're like, should we put it out? Should we put it out? I went, no, no, no. Don't put it out. Just leave it. Like someone will put it out, but we shouldn't be pushing that because it, it was wrong and, you know, I shouldn't swear on live TV and you know and then once I saw the reaction which was that was hilarious and and also like 
you know, people need to laugh at the moment, don't they? People need a smile on their face. And if I can do it, even via someone taking the piss out of me, I don't care. That's the same thing with the memes. You know? People, oh, you... Someone said to me yesterday about that thing, oh, you're right. I said, yeah, you know what? Actually, when it happened, I was... Are you all right? No, but... I, I must admit, after it happened, I was a bit like, oh my God, is that all right? Because like I said, at that corporate level, that's not, it's not a good look. But I think I've sort of surpassed that corporate level and I'm not really at that corporate level. When I'm just like, um, you know, I'm just, I don't know what I am. I'm a walking me. I'm the gift that keeps on giving. You're more tailored for, for IFL. Yeah, you? I am really. Well, you could, I don't just want to be, be tailored a bit of a for knob. That's why I've brought out a business book, which launches in October. Yeah, you know, to maintain some credibility. What? Do you want to plug it again? Plug it again. What, yeah. signed copies available right now at WH Smith? Or if you'd like to, you can order on Amazon. What? Um, I can't wait to do, do a signing. I know. You'll be there, won't you? I'll be there. You know I'll be there. Um, oh, I will plug something else as well. Go We're going to start selling merchandise. I've decided. I've not noticed that T-shirt before. No, this is a new one. You might not have seen this style before. Yeah, let, me, plenty let me just pan down so people can see the full effect. Um, there's all, there's a whole range going to be dropping, um, and so many people have been requesting them, and now people are selling them on eBay. Really? Yeah, snide ones. So I thought snide matching yeah, boxing yeah. t-shirts. So I thought, you know what? We might as well just start our own range. So next couple of weeks. I think you should sell the, these as well. Yeah, masks. Maybe fight camp masks. Yes, great idea. Well, fight camp. Yes. Hey. Anyway, so could you? Where's your phone? I'm not sure if I'm out of battery. So yeah, this was another thing where I dropped and said, someone's just sent me this and they went, well, you've obviously produced that yourself. I was like, I wish I could. So this is the tune. It's quite cynical people out there, aren't yeah, they? Big time. Oh, okay, yeah. um, oh, hang on, let me just get the old, um, turn the wife off. Okay, so this was sent to me by by Raps, Ring Raps One, right? Fight, fight! Who want a fight camp? No easy fight, fight, fight. Fight, 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 That's unbelievable. Really, really, really good. good. Yeah. Really good. So shout out to those boys. We're going to try and use that in some kind of way over the next few weeks. Well, it could be your uh, fight camp anthem. Yeah, but it does talk about Cheeseman Eggington, which is tonight. So it, it might also be. talks about yeah, yeah, yeah. Your so. latter shows. Um, oh, good mate. So there was a tweet six, seven hours ago from Oscar De La Hoya. Um, yeah, I sort of woke up to that. Plea for the fight between Garcia. Yeah, and I don't really understand Campbell. because I've made an offer. 
to Ryan Garcia, which is a chunky offer. And they've turned it down, which is fine. And they've asked for more money than I want to pay. But I've, they can make an offer as well. Like, we've both got a contract with The Zone. They can stage Garcia Campbell on their show, or we can. Actually, for us, it's outside of our original plan from September and December, so it's a bit more difficult, but we can do it, no problem. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the message is behind that tweet, really. Because it wasn't added at you. No, I don't think it was a pop at me, but... Not a pop, but it wasn't... No, but I, you know, if they want to make the fight so badly, they, they're more than welcome to make me an offer and Luke an offer for that fight. But I guess they want us to stage the show, um, which we're, we're delighted to do because it's a fantastic fight. So um, purse bids are next week, I think. So we'll see where we get to. Mm. Um, chatting to AJ yesterday. Oh, yeah. This is something you say usually. Yeah. Yeah. Different kind of AJ now. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I just think he wants to fight, mate, and he's not taking any shit. You know, he's had the ups and downs. He's realised that, you know, there are probably a few fake friends out there. Um, and he, he wants to fight. He wants to do the business. He wants to go to work on the heavyweight division. And I'm really excited. I love what I see, you know, in that respect. Because when people are patting you on the back all the time, it's very easy to get a little bit comfortable. Right now, he's just like a caged animal. And he wants to just go out. He's training so hard. He's in unbelievable shape already. And he's going to go through the whole division. What was saying last night, he was saying, um, he said, uh, you don't understand, he went, I'm going to knock all these heavyweights out. He was getting fury, wild. He told run. me the other day, he said he's going he's gonna to destroy Tyson Fury. Those exact words? Yeah. What well, maybe, I might have added that word in to, to destroy a bit. But. So what, if it's not no, destroyed? It was something, yeah, it was something like that, yeah. yeah. It might be he wouldn't say destroy, but tear him apart, I don't know, smash him up, whatever. Same thing. What do you say when he says things like that? Do you just go, cool? Or do you go, yeah, mate? I go, you, you do it, yeah? You're AJ. Like, I, I try and keep it quite low key and I don't get too excited, but you go, Eddie, man, I've got to smash him up. Smash him up, son! Yeah, something like that. That's like what I would do. No, I'm the hype man. Hype man, no. hype man. No, I just, I, I believe him. I, and I say, I know you are. I fully expect him to stop Tyson Fury. What so, um, is he coming tonight? Not tonight. He's coming for Dillian White fight. Okay. Because he did say I might just. Do you know what I said to him the other night? I said, "You're welcome to come because there's no media, no fan. Like you're not going to get the thing for him is when he comes to a show, he just wants to watch the boxing. But it's very difficult the O2, isn't it? When you walk in and like people are lagging on about eight pints. Hey, AJ, fuck good mate. You should do a bit down the fridge myself, mate. You know what I mean? So here would just be an opportunity for him to sit and watch. It's like the rawest of environments tonight. Do you know the video of him in Marbella with the Fury fans? Yes. Well, apparently, there's a second part to that yeah, that no is. one's seen. There is. Like, he was telling me about it yesterday, and he was saying, like, there's that bit, but then there's also another oh, video. But I, I don't know if anyone's got that video. I'm not even though I'm sure there's a video, but I know what happened. After. No, because he said people were filming it. So oh, that, there, okay. someone will have a yeah. video of it. But there is a oh, second I'm part. I'm not going to say that. about that part of the story, but if he wants to tell you it when he does his next interview, then it is quite amusing. Yeah, yeah it is actually quite amusing. Um, so, yeah, all systems go. All systems go. This is it. I think um, 
16, Scott, 16 weeks, is that like 12 weeks? That What did you say? How many weeks ago? What? 21. 21 weeks since our last show. Unbelievable. You know, we would never go more than two weeks without a show. Was that Quig and Carol? Yeah. Yeah. So this is it. We're so, honestly, so pumped. Again, massive shout out to the team. I know I forgot Darren Fleurs and Adam Inslan. Uh, so special shout out to Darren Fleurs. Our head of logistics. Darren had a little tear in his eye. So for you don't know, basically I did a piece with you. Yes. yes. Yeah. Where I basically thanked the entire Matrim staff, boxing staff, and forgot Darren Fleurs and Adam Inslan. But Adam Inslan's our head of design, but he is out of the office. But Darren's been with centre. you, like literally by your yeah, side. Yeah, well, Darren used like, to drive for me and us, and now he's elevated himself to head of logistics. So much so that if I ask him for a lift anywhere, he tells me to fuck off. He's become that senior. So he did not take it well. Sulk is an understatement. So literally he walked past after the interview and he went, thanks for the big up mate, thanks for the mention. And I went, what? He went, well, I didn't get mentioned. Oh, oh no. It was and then the it was like awkward, video. like an hour later I'll go, you're right Dale, he's still moaning. And he'd go, well, like literally he, he had the raving hump. So shout out to Darren Fleurs. Doing a great job, actually must say. Normally I'll take the mickey out of him a little bit, but he has done a great job of fighting. I think our team have treated people just so, so well. You know, like not just saying it, but we're on another level. We're on another level in every single department. From the fights, to the production, to the social media, to the digital output, to the hospitality, to the logistics, everything. Um, and I hope that you've noticed that. Shout out to Scott Hamilton over there who's been running the YouTube setup, the content that we're delivering is fantastic. The look, the feel, the branding, Rossi Garrity, you know, and after put a little Frank uh, message out to Frank Smith sitting over there, obviously, many years ago, I, I rescued him from obscurity. And to be fair to him, he has come on and done a decent job. So shout out to Frank, um, you know, and uh, couldn't do it without these guys and girls, you know, Bella, Alex, Mandy, Karen, fantastic. And everyone else. Everyone else, everyone just in else. case I missed anyone. Uh, Lawrence O'Coley, mm. done deal? We had a deal in place um, prior to COVID, um, and that, you know, is still, uh, both sides are still happy with that deal, and that fight will take place on the AJ undercard, so end of November, early December. Um, we expect the Coley to fight Cloacki for the WBO world title. Um, your card for the 22nd now, there's a couple of missing pieces to it, isn't there? 22nd. Dillian White. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of missing pieces mm -hmm. that need to be mm -hmm. put together. Yeah. Bacoli's opponent. Yeah, we're working on that. Um, also, um, Dave Allen might put him in quite an interesting fight that I'm working on at the moment. Um, yeah, so actually, Dillian and Katie Taylor and Povetkin will be flying over at the end of this week because of the 14 day quarantine. Which is a bit of a nightmare, really, but it is what it is. We've got to deal with it. So they will be here for at least double the time of yes. what they normally would have been here. Yes, at least, probably more. Um, okay, so what is the plan today then? The plan today is finish uh, this interview with you, have a bit of breakfast, go to the room, have a shower, get changed, head up to the HQ, 7 p.m. Sky Sports. We're going to be doing like we, we should maybe do a little few bits and pieces up from fight camp uh, later on today. Um, Sky Sports, The Zone, all the, all the build-up pieces, and then 7 p.m. we get underway. 
Jordan Gill against Reese Bellotti. Just before 8 p.m., Dalton Smith against Nathan Bennett. Around 8.45 p.m., Simon Belilli against Fabio Wardley for the English heavyweight title. At around 9.30 p.m., James Tennyson against Gavin Gwynn. And around 10.15, 10.30, the big cheese against the egg. just want to point out that you've done, obviously, multiple testing mm -hmm. ahead of tonight's event. You told me exactly how much you spend on it. It's ridiculous, but it's not ridiculous. But as in terms of yeah, it's not a I mean, lot of money. Yeah, we've tested ninety-one people, and everyone come back through. Every everyone was negative, so that's a great sign. I'm sure during the four-week period that won't be the case, but we hope it is. And actually, to be fair, across all our sports now—snooker, darts, boxing—we've not had one positive test yet, and we've done well over a thousand tests now. So, yeah. Boris's announcement yesterday regarding. Yeah, it was a kick in the nuts for yeah. us because obviously we had the test event for the snooker and we'd sold all those tickets. They asked us to put, you know, and we asked and they accepted and we worked with them to be the test event. We had one day and then they canned it after the first day. So, everybody that was coming to watch all the other sessions, they can't come. Obviously, it's cost us a lot of money. Um, but, you know. It is what it is, you just, there's nothing you can do. At the moment, all you can continue to do, and this goes for any business, is just work as hard as you can, think smart, think on your feet, and, and put a strategy together in a worst case scenario. And that's what we've done for boxing. And that's what we'll do for other sports. Unfortunately, with snooker, we had a position where we got the green light. You know, the government gave us the green light. We spent a load of money putting this into action. We had the revenue coming in from the gate, and then they said, actually, no, you can't do it like once it had already started. So, very frustrating. It's gonna have an effect on yeah, potential think, crowds yes, of boxing yes, as well, yes. Yes, I mean, in terms of time, because really look at that time frame, say if the snooker would have gone well, if the horse racing would have gone well, if the cricket would have gone well, they were the three test events. We would emerge from there um, and start, we were gonna apply for those crowds to return in September and then October. I'm still very hopeful that in October, we can bring crowds back to the arena, but maybe not of the levels that we could have done if there wasn't a spike in Northern England or whatever there is. So, listen, everyone's a COVID numbers expert, and from what I see, the numbers look like they're con consistently plateauing. So, fingers crossed, and uh, we'll continue to push for crowds to return to boxing. Very optimistic, Edward, as always. Always. So. There's no point being pessimistic, is there? You have a shit life. Very true. Very true. Okay, I think we're uh, we're done here. Just a little, uh, yeah, pre-fight. If we could get a little tour in the yeah, area, yeah. we can go later. We'll on. do that tonight. We'll do that tonight. But to you at home, um, to all you hardcore loyal IFL supporters and Matrim supporters and Matrim haters as well, it's not a problem. Tonight, you see our version. You see what we do. You see why we are number one. Tune in. There'll be ups, there'll be downs, some things you'll like, some things you won't, but it will look the nuts. The fights will be fantastic. 7 p.m., Reese Bellotti against Jordan Gill, a fight for their careers. Nathan Bennett against Dalton Smith. Let's see how good Dalton Smith really is at this early stage in his career. Fabio Wardley against Simon Villilli. Is Fabio Wardley, Dillian White's charge, the real deal? The English heavyweight title on the line. A little bit of cheeky bad blood in that as well. British lightweight title, James Tennyson against Gavin Gwynn. James Tennyson, one of the biggest pound-for-pound -pound punches in the sport. Is he still frail, or was that just because of the weight drain at 130? Gavin Gwynn coming to take the British title back to the baddies. And then Sam Eggington against Ted Cheeseman, a fight to break through maybe to the top five in the IBF. This fight, 26-year-old, 24-year-old, been in unbelievable wars, putting it on the line for your entertainment at Fight Camp. We are here, we are back, 21 weeks, we out.